Hey everyone, thanks for joining us today on O-Face Wrestling. This is your host, JT, and today I am joined by the former MCW Women's Champion, Aria Palmer. So thanks for joining us today, Aria. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> so Aria, um, I've seen a couple of your matches at MCW, and I've been wanting you on the show for a while, so I'm really excited to have you. So let's get this interview started. So um, the first question, I'm going to skip a few of the questions I usually ask at the very um, get beginning. So... At um, Winter Blast back in January, you competed in the first ever women's chair match at MCW. Tell me a little bit about that match. Like, what was your mindset going into that match? Um, it was like a tough do because in my mind, I also knew that it was like the first MCW women's chairs match. So I was really excited to have the opportunity to like be involved in that. Um, I was obviously nervous, but. I feel like that comes with any kind of match that's like you have weapons in it. Mm -hmm. So how did it feel at the very end of the match when you were put through the chairs? Like, I know that had to have been pretty painful. It was horrible, honestly. <laughs> yeah, it hurt a lot. Um, I actually had an appointment already scheduled the next day for like a masseuse to like <laughs> help me done. Um, yeah, so <laughs> it was rough though. I had a hard time like walking too, and my mm -hmm. back was bruised. Yeah, I can imagine. I know they had to carry you out after that match. So I'm like, it's, it's kind of one of the things like I hope you know she's okay, but it's like, yeah. is this part of the show? You know, it, it's always scary as a fan, like, you never know if it's you know real or not. Obviously, you, you know, you knew it was painful, but just you know, yeah, how painful because I mean, when I interviewed Gia, she had mentioned that um the chair the one chair was like falling off and the referee just put it back in line at the very last second so god knows what could have, what would have happened if he wouldn't have fixed it but yeah that was definitely very you know dangerous and i'm glad you're okay after that how long did it take after that to kind of recover um so i don't know if you saw i you probably didn't but when i went through the chairs um i hit like the top part of it on my ankle so when I went, like, the chair is like this, and my ankle just went right on it. So, like, walking took, like, a couple of days. Like, I could still walk, but I would limp and stuff. And then, like, my back, it healed over time. But honestly, like, getting, I got, like, cupping done and stuff like that. So um, it was so painful when it got done, but it helped. So that probably lasted about a couple of days, too. Okay, yeah, because um, me and my wife noticed that, like, the very end during the main event, when all the wrestlers came out to surround the ring during, um, you know, the MCW championship match, you weren't mm -hmm. out there, so we're like, okay, that's not really a good sign, you know, because yeah. all the heels were out there, the faces, it wasn't just, you know, all the faces or anything like that, so, but yeah, like I said, I'm glad you're okay, because I know anytime you do any kind of stipulation match with you know weapons and all there's always the factor of potentially getting hurt really bad yeah for sure i had to take but um i was pretty glad to be able to take it since it was like the first women's kind of match like that i was okay with it um would you do it again if you could oh my god <laughs> ask me once <laughs> <laughs> So, I've been wrestling so long, and then, like, if I went back, like, right into that, it would be terrible. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I could just imagine, you know, it's it's one of those things where you just kind of have to, you can't really get used to, honestly. I just 
cannot imagine, you know, regardless of what, how much ring shape you're in and all that kind of stuff. But with now with like COVID and there not being a lot of wrestling, especially here in Maryland, like, mm-hmm. you know, just putting your body through that right now. Um, Cause um, Gia, she had told me she trained, went back to training after months of not doing anything. And when I saw her, um, like a few weeks ago, she was in, she could barely walk. Like, I just know, like, yeah, taking them bumps and all is just no joke. Like, taking bumps, like, gets hard on your body and stuff. Um, I went back, like, a little bit after COVID, but I was doing CrossFit, like, all throughout that time. So, like, conditioning-wise, it wasn't bad, but, like, just bumping like my neck was sore the next day like everything like you know you're still gonna be sore it's a, a physical you know sport and you don't really as a fan you're not gonna really realize that until you actually start talking to all the wrestlers and all that because too many people you know think of it as like oh it's fake it's fake but it's really not you're really slamming you know people on the ground and then as like a fan going to the actual events I because when I watch wrestling on TV, you know, there's a big crowd and all, you don't really hear a lot of the things when you're actually there live, when you get slammed on that mat, it is loud. Like you don't realize there's a big, you know, piece of wood under there. You think, oh, it's just like padding or something like that. No. Yeah. Right? Uh, so what do you do to keep yourself in such good ring shape? Um, I typically CrossFit. That's like my go-to. It's, I find that it's what I enjoy the most. Um, I'm going to the gym with my boyfriend, so we've been, like, lifting and stuff, but I have been looking at some CrossFit gyms recently, (laughs) so they're just expensive, so since I moved, I'm in an area, like, I'm not familiar with at all, so I'm trying to figure out, like, oh, where's, like, a good place to go to, what's a good price and stuff, where, like, back home, I had, like, my own CrossFit, like, person, and, you know, so... So explain to me, because this may sound like a dumb question, on what exactly is CrossFit? It's kind of like, it's just like very intense, like training, I feel like. So typically I could run, I guess I could run through like kind of a workout, but it's like typically at the beginning, your warm up is going to be like, you know, air squats, push ups, like the bike and stuff. But you're going to do like multiple rounds in like seven minutes. And then... Then you'll go into like some strength training, trying to hit like one rep max, trying to do like a lot of heavier lifting. And then you'll go into some skill work. So like pistol squats and stuff. And then you finally do like the actual workout. And by the time you get to the actual workout, you're already like so exhausted, but the actual workout just like breaks you. There's so many people that are just laying on the ground. Like I've done that before because it's so like, I just get so tired and I'm like, oh my gosh, I just went through this. And the warm up is like always challenging. But when you get to the actual workout, it's nothing compared to like that. Well, it definitely sounds like something that is not for me. I, I can't do those intense workouts. I'm more of a cardio person. I like to go for walks and jogs. I can't do that intense stuff. It's just it's just too much for me, um, especially it's, now. It's like cardio lifting. Mm-hmm. That's what it's like in a way. But it's like you need a whole different level of cardio, I feel like. 
Yeah, like for me, I don't like lifting in general, but like when I do do my cardio, I don't like to do anything else. Like I just like to do my jog and then after that, I'm just physically drained. Sometimes like after my jog or something, I'll come home and do like push-ups or something like that, but I don't really like to mix it kind of thing. Like I do this, then I'll rest for five minutes, drink some water, then I'll do this. You know, that's the kind of person I am. When I actually do it, I need to get back into doing that stuff soon. (laughs) I feel like a lot of people are getting back into it, so... (laughs) Yeah, because, like, I feel like with COVID, it gives you the opportunity to kind of go out and do more because a lot of people couldn't really go out and, mm-hmm. you know, do stuff. So, well, at least for me, because I have a nice lake by my house, so I could easily just go jog there. But, like, I know right. gym-wise, you really couldn't do anything. I still wouldn't do anything, but, like, it, it, it gives you more time to do these kind of things. But with everything going around in the world, it just kind of, like, sucks the motivation out of you at the same time. So, during like beginning COVID, like when gyms originally closed, um, my boyfriend and I got like bands and stuff and started like working out that way, but like at home kind of variations, but that was definitely not fun for me. <laughs> and then um, I went running a little bit and then I was just like, you know what, let me contact my coach because he started to like open up his CrossFit gym. So I contacted him and then he was like, yeah, if you come in at like 7 a.m. every day, you know, there's going to be three of you in there and um, it's going to be like an hour workout, like five days a week. And I was like, all right, let's go. And I went, it was, it was brutal at first. Cause like, you know, if from being like conditioned and I was out for a while too, right before, um, COVID hit so it was just like difficult to like be out come back for like a month or two and then COVID hits and it's all Mm -hmm. gone so so when was your last match Mm. um I think whenever I don't even know I think it's when I faced Shaza no my first match back was that chairs match I'm trying to think if I had a match after that I don't think I did Wow, that was almost a year ago, because I remember that was around, like, the end of January, so wow. Yeah, I'm just trying to think. I I can't remember if I did anything in February. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Because I know, um, like, beginning of March is when everything, like, started shutting down, so it's kind of really wasn't a big window in between those two events, so, yeah, I mean, it's going to be fun seeing you back in the ring i know mcw they haven't done anything since their the i think it was anniversary the one with kurt angle so that it's been kind of almost a year since then too yeah everything it just feels so long since like Mm -hmm. been going on because i know a lot of events are doing stuff outdoors i don't know if maryland can because every state's different but me and my wife we've been traveling to new jersey and going to um some of their outdoor events which has been actually really fun but -hmm. now it's getting colder so you really can't do that so the next time we can actually go to an event we don't even know it sucks but it was nice because our um the last event we had once it was actually in march like the week before everything closed out so we we had this large gap of not being able to go out anywhere. Then we finally went to an event in July. It was like, wow, wrestling, this is so cool. Can't wait to, you know, can't wait to start doing this regularly again, you know, because we got in the habit. We were going to MCW every month. And then, <laughs> and we that's when we, like, got really addicted to Indies wrestling. And then COVID just, like, ruined it because we had all these big plans of going here and there and meeting this wrestler and that wrestler and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I remember, to me, my dad used to take, 
around to stuff like that when I was younger, and it was fun when I did it, you know? Yeah, it's like, it's a whole, you know, different experience than, you know, like WWE and all, because you get that more of the one-on-one interaction with the wrestlers and stuff like that you don't get that in wwe and i thought that was really cool like the one thing that really attracted me to mcw was like a lot of the wrestlers actually walk around and interact with fans prior to the show and i thought that was really cool yeah i think it's that world that um, i think it just builds more of a connection like with the people that are actually watching the show and there's a lot of people believe it or not that want to like come up and say something even if it's something small but they always just want to like talk Mm -hmm. yeah it's it was so different for me because i've never when i when i went back in december i'd never seen anything like that so i'm like wow like what do i say like you don't really get these opportunities with like wwe wrestlers i remember i went up to gia and talked to her for like a quick minute and then after that next time it was like 10 minutes and then you know so on and so forth but it it, like you said it it like builds that connection and it it just it takes things to a different level and like a lot of fans like that so that's just like a really cool and neat experience that you know you can get at any events especially like mcw because i mean every every um promotion is different you don't really necessarily like the other events I've gone to, there's the meet and greet tables, but you don't really see just wrestlers for free, not even trying to sell stuff, interacting. And I, and I think that's a really nice thing that they, you know, a lot of the wrestlers there do. I agree. I... <laughs> so uh, ever since I've been a fan and going to MCW, you've been a heel, but when you were a face, is that something that you did at all? I, it was. I actually wrestling for mcw i was a face um this part that you've seen recently of me being a heel that's my first time being a heel so if i'm being honest i prefer a heel but (laughs) that's me personally (laughs) yeah i could just imagine it being fun being the bad guy yeah you know it's it's difficult to go out there like your first match you know and if people don't know who you are you can't really expect them to like you right away you know, but it's easy to go out there if it's the first time you've ever seen someone and make someone not like you. It's just so much easier. So what about, like, other than it kind of, like, being easier, what about being a heel do you like better than being a face? I like the interaction that I get within the crowd. Like, I know, like, I can just, like, upset people. <laughs> it sounds bad. <laughs> But um, I, like, enjoy it because I get people, like, riled up and stuff. And I'm just, like, you know, that's that kind of connection that I felt when I was a kid. And I would go to these events or watch wrestling on TV. So being able to give that to those other people or those other kids, like, it's just exciting, you know? Mm-hmm. And easier to do currently as a heel. And I am sure when I wrestle longer, like, being a face and stuff, like, it'll come a lot easier. But, um just the crowd interaction honestly yeah and i like i know at mcw a lot of the fans like really get into it especially with the heels just like the the chants they do and the stuff they yell and it, it seems pretty fun i mean some fans you know i think go a little overboard with some of the stuff but it, it i do like the fact that they're into the match and you know <laughs> stuff like that so it's it's and a lot of the heels and all they really get into it with the with the crowd too which i think is even better it's like so fun Whenever the crowd is like good and like yelling at you, like I'm just, it just it makes it so fun. To- mm-hmm. As long as they're being appropriate, of course. But yeah, I, I, I'm not one to really like 
yell or anything like that. I'm just, I guess you could say I'm kind of shy when I'm there. I just sit there and enjoy the match and all that kind of stuff. But I've always told um, Gia, like, if she ever turns heel, I want to do that thing where, like, I'm videoing and saying, you suck. And, like, she takes the phone and, like, videos herself <laughs> and says something back. Because I know um, one of my friends, she wrestles, like, around the Louisiana area. And she says that she's done that with fans who are not – not people that were her friends, though, but some fan was giving her a hard time. So she snatched the phone out of his hand and, like, recorded herself, like, talking, you know, snap right. to him. I thought that was pretty cool. I was like, I want to be that fan, but I only want to do it with a wrestler that I know mm-hmm. just so I feel more comfortable with the idea. But right. I think that sounds like a fun thing to do. <laughs> I've actually never heard of that. <laughs> yeah, um, it – I can't imagine it happening often. Like, I never even thought about it until my friend Cameron told me that she did it with a fan. I was like, huh, that seems kind of cool. I want to do something like that. (laughs) Yeah, if if I were you, I wouldn't do it with a random person that you don't know how they'll react. But if you have that friend in the the crowd, you know, it could kind of go into your heel character and stuff like that. Yeah, I have a lot of echoes and stuff. And, like, I was back home, they would come support me, so. <laughs> oh, there you go, there you go. So now the next question I have for you, um, what is your, I know you kind of basically kind of gave it away, but like what your favorite thing about like being a wrestler and all that, but what's your least favorite thing about being a professional wrestler? Uh, so, okay, I love traveling for sure, like going to the different states and seeing the new areas, like just different environments, seeing how people are. Um, I am horrible at driving at night. Like I fall asleep when I drive at night. Like I hate that part of wrestling, like the driving, if it's like super late. Cause I, uh, I'm so unsafe basically. Like, it's, <laughs> like, yeah, that I know that part's like not, cannot be fun. All the traveling. Some people might like it, but at, you know, late at night, and I can kind of relate because um, about two years ago, I was working overnight at my work. So one of my days off, my wife and I, we traveled up to Jersey to do a meet and greet with Becky Lynch. And we were on, you know, so after we did it, we were on our way home. It's like a good like three hour drive because of the fact that my body wasn't used to kind of like being up during those times. I'm falling asleep on the way home and, you know, I, ha- I have the window open, cold air blowing in my face and she's like, she's really scared. She's like, that's just stop at a hotel. I'm like, no, I'm doing this. I'm doing this. It was, it was scary, but oh my goodness, I could just imagine, you know, like doing stuff like that on a regular basis. If you chew up because you're like, I don't know, you're like doing something so you can like, the ice is cold. So you have like that reaction and you're like chewing it too. So well, that's what helps me. You know, one thing I realized, too, that helps kind of, like, get you a little bit awake is eating something spicy, because usually I like to stay up late at night on weekends and play games. There's these, like, um, haunted ghost pepper chips that I like to eat. When I eat them, I get that, like, adrenaline going through, and it's, like, (laughs) that's a good thing to do. I mean, it's kind of not the most recommended thing to do when you're driving, you know, but (laughs) it does wake you up. All right. (laughs) So now this is the question that I normally ask at the very beginning, but I wanted to mix it up a little bit and I more so I really wanted to hear your, um, you know, what you had to say about that chairs match. So what got you into becoming a professional wrestler? Um, so basically my dad, you know, I was a sing like my dad was a single parent. So 
we bonded a lot over watching wrestling and stuff. So I always had a liking to it when I was younger and I'd get so involved and stuff. But um, I think I like really realized uh, when I was in like beginning of high school, maybe um, I was trying to think of a career to go for. Cause you know how in high school, they're always like, Oh, you have to know what you want to do now, even though it's your freshman year. But yeah. So I was just like, I don't even know what I'd want to be like, do I want to be like a journalist? I want to be this. So I would tell myself like, Oh, you just want to be the person that interviews people like at shows and stuff. But then I was like, who am I kidding? Like, I'm not going to want to do that. I want to like dress up and I want to go out and wrestle and I want to, you know what I mean? It's just, that's how I went about it. And I told my dad and we just, he looked at schools actually. So we looked at some schools in Florida first. Um, I was like going to go to Florida, but then he found MCW and we're like, oh, well, that's pretty close. Like you might as well just give it a shot. And so I just saved up. I actually saved up like all, all the money to join the school. And then, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I know like I've heard a lot of good things about MCW's training and mm-hmm. MCW in general is, you know, one of the, it seems to be like one of the higher up like indie promotions, which is really good. So that's definitely from what I heard, it's a good school to train, you know, outside of MCW, it, I, I've heard a lot of good things about the schools in like Texas and all, but nowhere really else. I, I didn't even know there was a school in Florida, honestly, but I think that's really cool that your dad actually was helping you out with it. A lot of the times when people tell their parents, I want to be a wrestler they just kind of laugh in their face or something like that you know you know having that support system is always good because you know when I was growing up I played baseball and I was good at it I wanted to be a professional baseball player instead of my mom supporting me she did the whole oh you know how hard it is you know one out of a thousand people get it and she's and and she's not lying but at the same time it's like you should encourage your kid to you know live their dreams especially you know considering I was actually pretty good at it um and of course, I ended up not really doing it. I got, you know, when I got in high school, I just kind of other things became more of an interest than baseball. But yeah, it's yeah, that's really cool that your dad was, you know, helping you out with that. Yeah, he's always been really supportive with like wrestling. Like, honestly, I have practice today. So honestly, tomorrow he's going to call me and he's like, how's practice? What did you guys do? Did you have fun? There'll <laughs> be stuff like, <laughs> yes, dad. <laughs> <laughs> Um, how often does he come to your events? Uh, he goes everywhere. Everyone. Yeah. The only time he does go if it's like really far out, but um, every MCW show, except I think maybe not the Virginia one. Yeah. But he's at everyone normally. <laughs> yeah, that's really, that's really cool. So what does your family in general think of you like do, b- being a professional wrestler and all that? So my dad loves it. Like he loved it like or honestly straight from the beginning and so does my mom honestly um she tells her classes about it all the time and I'm just like oh my goodness so everyone just knows like but it's nice though it's like I have such a strong support system so yeah that's awesome that's you know what a family should do you know and I mean I, I you know, I think that's just a really awesome thing. And, you know, um, they travel and, you know, go to your events and stuff like that. And, and you've gotten to be champion as well, which is really cool. So. Yeah. So what's your like in wrestling, like what's your end goal? Like, where do you want to be at like the end of your career? I've been asking. 
question a lot recently. Uh, honestly, I just want to succeed in a way that makes me happy. I don't quite know what that is. It's not have an end goal of hitting a certain company or something. Um, it's more so like succeeding for myself, like within, like if I'm proud of how I've went or how far I've gone or et cetera, how I am with character development. Um, I really just want to make myself proud along with my family. So I feel like I guess that's my goal in life for wrestling, honestly. Yeah, I mean, just at the end of the day, just being happy doing what you're doing, you know, like a lot of people think in wrestling, if you're not going WWE, you know, you're, you know, you're failing. And that's not true. You can wrestle in the Indies your whole career and have a really successful career. You can make a lot of money on the Indies too, depending on your popularity and stuff like that. Like, and, you know, there's other promotions, too, that, you know, you could do Impact, AEW, and those promotions also give you freedom to do things outside of them. You know, um, WWE isn't necessarily the greatest thing, you know, out there like people <laughs> think it is. But, you know, when you're with them, you're locked into this contract. You have to do this certain amount of dates. You, you can't even, like, apparently wrestlers can't even, like, stream on Twitch right now. Like, you know, they really uh-huh. control, you know, and um. Yeah, and that, that part is sad. I want to hear more about that. But, yeah, um, so, I mean, as long as you're happy, I think that's the best thing. Yeah, that's my goal. I never want to drag myself through it, like, if I'm not um, happy with it, because then it's not going to be, like, the best product I can provide for fans and stuff. And at that point, it's like someone else should be given that opportunity, if I'm being honest. Yeah, because you could tell when you're watching, like, TV, if a wrestler's, like, enjoying what they're doing, you know, like, it's hard to hide it, you know, Mm -hmm. and, like, and that's the thing that I say all the time, I love indies wrestling, because you could tell, like, you all love doing what you're doing, you have a lot of creative control over your character, you can, you're independent contractors, you know, you could be who you want to be, and wrestle when you want to wrestle, and I think that's, like, really cool, you know, and it just it's fun for the fans you know it's i've never had so much fun you know watching wrestling you know like it's so much better than even watching wwe because you can tell like how much fun you all are having and you all aren't burnt out either because not wrestling 300 plus times a year as well so i I could just imagine going through that doing matches like two three times a week like that's just insane Um, i just i don't know that's the goal that I would want it to be because it's like I do want to family and stuff with my life um I also don't want to be like limping around like trying to play with like my kids and my grandkids so it's like you know I just have mixed feelings yeah like you see some of like the older wrestlers like Mick Foley and Kurt Angle how they move around it's like you don't want to end up like that even the undertakers you know I saw um on that documentary thing, The Last Ride or whatever it was called, he was doing some kind of workout. His nose was bleeding. It's like, damn, well, you know, you're breaking, you're breaking down. And it's like, sometimes it's, you know, your body and your health is more important. Mm-hmm. I agree. So final question that I have for you. What about yourself that is non-wrestling related that you would want your fans to know about you? That's something that you're like really proud of. Oh, that's a really good question. Um, I guess I'm a dog mom. I just got a pup. <laughs> That's probably like the most exciting thing about me. Like right now, I'm just like, oh my goodness, I have a puppy. Like, 
let me take care of her, take her everywhere. Like, honestly, she's so adorable. It's supposed to be a Christmas present. Um, my boyfriend bought it for me a little early, uh, like sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> there's yeah, but, nothing wrong with that if you if you see the right dog you know it's not going to be there yeah. two three months later you know so yeah. it's, it's too wouldn't have been there what kind um, of breed is it he's a toy pomeranian wow so when we got her she was only 1.9 pounds oh my goodness i i my wife loves Pomeranians, and I, I used to work at a pet hotel, and we got a lot of Pomeranians there, but I've never seen a toy Pomeranian, so I can just imagine yeah. how small that is. Yeah, she's supposed to, they said, going to be like six to eight pounds, plus she was like the rut of the litter, so all of her brothers and sisters were like way bigger than her, but she's tiny, like compared to that. So, how, like, can she like fit on the palm of your hand? Um, It's so funny when... I am driving with her in the car. She sits on my shoulder. And it's just so funny because it's like, she'll be looking outside and people will be looking in my car like, what are you doing? But it's like, my dog, she won't sit on my lap. She always climbs up there. And if she sits on my lap or like sits somewhere else, she's crying like nonstop. I'm like, just go up. And then when she sits up there, falls asleep, it's silent, like looks around, like she just loves life up there. Oh my gosh, so that you're probably gonna think that this is probably disgusting, but I used to have a pet rat. And oh. when I would walk around with it, it would sit up on my shoulder. Really? Yeah. Um a lot of people don't like rats, but I was I thought they're pretty cool. They're not as like disgusting as what people think they are. I mean, if if you're looking, you know, go, seeing them walk around like a gutter and a sewer and stuff like that, yeah, but when you actually get it at like a pet store and all, but the only thing I didn't like about it is they had these really tiny claws and that you would feel like picking on your shoulder. I didn't really like mm -hmm. that part, but yeah, that was pretty cool. But I, I remember like when I was 10 years old, I got a a puppy and I just remember it was like the best feeling in the world. Like you just wanted to spend every minute with it. And mm -hmm. I, I was so excited to clean up, you know, when it would go poop in the backyard, I would run in with the shovel <laughs> and stuff like that. It, I haven't had that feeling in a long time because I have not gotten a puppy since then, but hopefully sometime when me and my wife move out because we run out of the basement right now that we can get her a puppy. I want a Rottweiler. She wants something tiny like like a Pomeranian or a Yorkie, but I want a bigger dog. My my boy's your dog. So we originally were going to get like a Chow Chow. I don't know if you've seen this. They look like lions, honestly. Yeah, I know you're talking about. I was like, I don't know. Like, I think I'd be okay with like a mid-sized dog so we were gonna get like a poodle and then it was like went to a pet store and then we saw her and I was like oh my god <laughs> this is the one and we both kept looking at her and we're like god and we knew she wasn't gonna be big but she was too cute to pass up and my dad picked her out too and like was playing with her and then I started playing with her it just it just ended like that <laughs> You see, we went to a uh, pet store by us, and there was, like, this little tiny chihuahua, and it really connected with us, and we were trying to get it, but the place that um, was selling it, they were really, really expensive there. The dog was, like, over a 1000 bucks, and then we're thinking, oh, well, we still have to, and then we have to get this and get that. We're like, oh, I can't do it, but. Honestly, our dog was 2000 so. Oh, Wow. Well, I yeah. can imagine because Pomeranians, I think they're pretty expensive. It just depends yeah. on the breed and, of course, where you get it. Yeah, we could have gotten too. Like, that was another option. Um, 
and they were the same price so it's just kind of like do we want this one or do we want that we didn't really know and then once you start playing with one it's just you know you can't really go back after that yeah you're just gonna non-stop think about them <laughs> but yeah that's cool i want to look that up now on google toy pomeranian because i just want to see how tiny it is compared to a regular pomeranian because i know pomeranians are like this big yeah she's Tiny. like maybe three pounds now i really have no wow. idea <laughs> that is really tiny that's crazy yeah <laughs> well aria um this was really fun you know the fact that we got to talk about puppy dogs and i've never done that on the podcast so i think that's that's really cool <laughs> right honestly <laughs> and I thought that was going to happen because I did a recording with Lady Frost last night and I saw because she brings her huskies with her sometimes when she travels and I, I was expecting her to talk about them and bring them up so I'm like I have all this like stuff in my head like, okay we're going to talk I need to know what to actually say and talk about these huskies and all that kind of stuff but it didn't happen but we talked about you know dogs on you know recording with you so I think that was really cool. <laughs> That's and of course it was fun you know getting your insight on you know the mcw match as well because i i heard it from gia i wanted to hear it from you mm-hmm. all right it was good <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah thanks for joining us today on o-face wrestling aria it was definitely really fun having you i feel like i've gotten you know a decent amount of the mcw's roster now so i think that was <laughs> i think that's really cool there's not much many women one, you know, in the MCW, so I got, like, two-thirds of the women now. <laughs> yeah. Huh. Um, but, yeah, so uh, did you want to share any of your social media with the listeners? Um, I'm on Instagram at the underscore Aria Palmer, and then I'm on Facebook as Aria Palmer, so. All right, so make sure you all follow her on social media, especially Instagram. And then make sure you give us a sub on YouTube, follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. And I thank you all for tuning in today. And one last thank you to you, Ari, for joining us today on O-Face Wrestling. Yes, of course. Thank you for having me. <laughs> no problem at all. Bye, y'all.